I'm Zach Miller, Editor-in-Chief of Tearsheet. The following was produced by Tearsheet Studios. We worked with fintech software provider Autobooks to create a four-part podcast series on the evolution of business banking and how banks can better service SMBs through a changing mindset, partnerships, and integrations. The old paradigm of banks versus fintechs is getting tired. The truth is, both sides of the industry have been partnering successfully for years, and they're finding new ways to partner, finding ways to collaborate that bring the best each has to offer, that creates value to both parties beyond what each can do alone. NBKC is a 22-year-old bank serving the greater Kansas City region. The community bank has used partnerships with fintechs to go digital, with mortgages, and more recently with consumer and business savings and checking accounts. I'd like to say we're, we're a community bank with a nationwide footprint. That's Evan Ashcraft. Evan is Vice President of Product Strategy at NBKC. And what that really means is I get involved in a lot of different things uh, within the organization, trying to help figure out ways to uh, better solve the customer experience through, through our product offerings. We believe in the best of breed scenario, so we partner with different partners to solve whatever the, the best of breed problem is we're trying to solve. When deciding on partners, Evan leads the selection process. The process includes some key decision makers and various steps to get to a successful partnership. Yeah, it's a, to be honest, it's an ever-changing process as we continue to grow and expand our offerings. Uh, products and services tend to overlap in different, different ways. Uh, so we try to establish a kind of a long-term strategic outlook. But what are we trying to achieve objective-wise? Um, identify uh, requirements, challenges that we're trying to address, whether they're from a customer stand, a customer's experience standpoint or from uh, an operational need or appliance need, et cetera. Um, and my job is to help identify tools and services that we can partner with, buy, build on, et cetera, um, and, and work through that process to, to get them in a spot of production for, their, for us to benefit and move on to the next project. As banks get more practice at partnerships, they're picking up some valuable learnings. Sure, they're getting better at anticipating legal and regulatory issues earlier in the process, but they're also able to think more strategically. I think by and large, banks are good at making sure that things that are, are selected work, uh, meet, meet the, the compliance and regulatory requirements. Um, you know, banks tend to be relatively conservative on the, the technology side of things. And diversely, I think the reality is um, we're a little bit slower at large at adapting or innovating things um, from a traditional bank standpoint. Uh, fintechs that have been around for, for over a decade or longer now tend to have challenged industry and you're starting to see institutions uh, being more aggressive uh, and think about the, the challenges or problems differently. And frankly, that's what we've been doing at MBKC for the last four and a half plus years as we work to take uh, our account opening nationwide and, and offering related services to our customer base. From his experience, Ashcraft knows what can go wrong when banks work on selecting fintech partners. Sometimes silos don't promote good communication about what different groups within the bank want or expect from a partnership. A lot of times the, the reality is the selection process itself isn't, isn't necessarily horrible. Um, but what happens is, is things get purchased in a vacuum or, or done for one reason and 
the outcomes aren't, aren't identified for that, or the outcomes of that project aren't identified correctly. And so you end up having scenarios where things are turned on and never used or not used as intended. Um, and frankly, collecting dust uh, on the product offering for our customers. To mitigate this issue, banks can engage different stakeholders earlier in the selection process to get everyone on the same page. In my 20 plus years, there's there's always been a, a wide variance there what happens. Um, at MEKC, it is part of our process to engage uh, teams internally from, a, well, from compliance to operations to marketing um, and and including the business business units and frontline staff to make sure that when we do launch something that there is understanding of what that product offering is wherever you're engaging with the bank on that that product um, from marketing emails to phone calls to support uh, to the random questions that a, an LO or, or lender might have with a, a customer on a totally unrelated topic. After the selection process comes launch for NBKC, it pays a lot of attention to how the customer experience will be impacted by a new fintech partnership. It tries to work through the different issues up front so that it can minimize the problems that creep up in the rollout. At this point, we um, are very focused on, on understanding the CX of a project. Um, that's the, the lens that we try to view everything that we're doing, whether it's a, it's a back-end enhancement piece or a, an actual Ford Ford facing uh, customer facing component we try to look at it from the customer experience what is the experience that the customer is going to have or not have or or what friction is this introducing something going to cause our customers um, and taking that approach has allowed us to to better identify rollout or better identify issues during the rollout process mm-hmm. um, but it's not. It's not. I would just say we're not. Uh, we're not perfect by any means. Uh, we, we we have failures in that process periodically, um, but we work to to strive strive to fix those and and to evolve. And so that the next project is, is better um, and more thought out, et cetera. Marketing sometimes gets short shrift at the selection table when banks partner. Evan recommends connecting marketing in so that its voice is represented. This should make for more successful launches. Historically, that's been more of a Hey, the business line is needing this. Part of guys saying need that, um, and we'll just tell marketing what they needed, what they need to know to market the the component or the the feature. Um, so I think there's just been a kind of a, a path that has always been taken. Um, you know, and in my past experience, there's sometimes be a disconnect, not just in what the in, in engaging marketing the right life cycle spot in the process but also mm-hmm. in the that what marketing is, is might might see of a product or feature may be very different than what the business line or, or the product team is expecting to solve with that feature um, and so I think there's sometimes a desire to try to uh, streamline that workflow and, and to control that process um, that I think ultimately, causes challenges when it comes to actually getting that tool in front of the customer. Um, most cases, changes are not necessarily evident to a customer if you don't have a marketing component behind it. Well, you start looking at the equation differently when with a marketing uh, viewpoint in, the, in there as well. Um, they start to identify demographics and other data points of customers to reach to, um, get an opportunity to talk through 
how, how is the customer going to inter- interact with it? They provide a different lens of that, that interaction piece um, that ties into the CX or UX of the, of, of the product. Um, and conversely, you know, allows you to challenge the original intention of what the product is for um, and hopefully get to a better spot to better educate the customer for it. Um, if you wait till the end, end of the cycle, you end up getting just a little bit of back and forth, uh, but having them along for the ride um, really helps give them an understanding of what they're trying to achieve, what we're, or excuse me, what we're all trying to achieve with that product uh, rollout. NBKC has a variety of fintech partners. One of them is Autobooks. The relationship with the small business accounting platform came through another partner. So Autobooks is a little bit unique in a, in a few different ways. Um, I've actually known of Autobooks for quite some time. Uh, ran into Steve, Steve Roberts at a, a, a um, I think it was a Q2 conference, maybe it might have a Jack Henry conference several years ago. Uh, had got, been interested in the tool then um, and had engaged with Autobooks at a couple different institutions before joining NBKC. And we just can never get there for different reasons at the different institutions. Um, at NBKC, we are a, a partner of Q2, um, and we use their online banking platform. Mm-hmm. And Q2 has been in, in the, the works of rolling out what they call a marketplace, a Q2 marketplace. And they've asked us to be an early adopter of that program. And Autobooks was is the the first vendor. Uh, side of that marketplace that was also in the process of being being onboarded there, um, and because of my past experience and understanding and and such, uh, the opportunity to partner with Autobooks made a lot of sense through the marketplace. Big software integrations are tricky; they take time, require a lot of user testing, and frequently get sidelined by other priorities at banks. One of the the challenges in the past when looking at the Autobooks model was. We'd have to do this large, you know, white label solution, a large integration, um, you know, a lot of things that would have to be adjusted in, in a, you know, six to nine month project uh, to get that to happen. And that's if once you get all your vendor, other ancillary vendors lined up, you know, stuff with our core, stuff with online banking, et cetera, it's, uh, in a spot where we have the resources across the board. So it becomes these massive, a massive project. Um and this opportunity with the Q2 marketplace dramatically streamlined that down um, and allow, allowed us to go, okay, yeah, we can, we have a path forward here that's going to take a few weeks. Now, now keeping in mind that this was a new thing for us, a new thing for Autobooks, a new thing for Q2, there was definitely still some, some learning curves involved. Um, but in the day, it was relatively a, a turnkey implementation process for us. So we were, we were able to move a lot faster, the project. We were able to spend, a, we spent a lot of that time on the marketing components of it. Um, you know, as I was saying earlier, MBKC has been around for 20, 20 plus years now. And uh, with our nationwide rollout, we focused on consumer initially and then small business. Uh, 2020 was a was a growth year for us. We, we have uh, uh, in December we 50 percent of the accounts that we opened each month that in December were small business customers, and we're in a spot that that will that will start trending to being being more small business to consumer accounts being opened, and Auto Books is 
isn't a uh, silver bullet by any means for for solving for different business uh, account needs, but could could solve for a lot of the pain points that customers were having. You know, they're they're using Square or other type of, of merchant processing solutions out there, um, and by layering in auto books, we were able to give our customers a, a tool that would help them get paid. Um, and and do, we were able to do so within a matter of, of, of several weeks, but the project itself was probably only like three weeks long for us to go from, from uh, signing agreement and implementation. Part of the selection and launch processes should include discussions and plans about launching. When launching Autobooks, NBKC took a route that focused on building demand first. So when the integration did go live, small businesses wanted it. We decided to do to do something a little bit different, or to be honest, a little bit different for our traditional bank, but taking a page from the fintechs that we work with, uh, we actually launched with a wait list. Uh, so we sent out some messaging to our, our customer base, letting them know, hey, we're working on this this. Uh, New partnership with Autobooks. These are th- here are the things that we were trying to achieve with that, um, and, and the benefits that might might be to your business. Um, and so we we sent that to our our inter- our excuse me, we sent that to our current customer base, um, and within a matter of a couple of days, we had uh, uh, I have to double check numbers, but over a hundred uh, uh, different small businesses raised their hand and say, "Hey, yeah, I want I want to be on that wait list," and then. Uh, beyond that, that was about about two and a half, three weeks before we were actually able to really kick the project off and 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 move things forward. Um, and December eighth, so ironically, we're on the anniversary date of that launch. Mm-hmm. Um, we we turned the flip the switch, and Autobooks was available to customers. We we uh, engaged our current customer base and in some uh, communication workflows that we agreed to with Autobooks. They, they have a, a pretty elaborate philosophy around marketing um, that didn't always jive with us and our, our approach to doing business. And so we work with them to kind of tr- streamline that, those, those marketing messages and, and how we were talking about the, the tool to our customers. We also uh, use some new features within uh, our Q2 environment for presenting information in front of the customer. Um, so we had a, a basically a, an interstitial um, using Q2 Discover um, to introduce autobooks to our current customers, tell, explain to them what it, what it is and where they could go to sign up for it through the, the Q2 marketplace. Um, and then we also did some targeted uh, uh, in-app ads around it. The reality is, it sounds like a lot, but it was relatively limited. Uh, we, we weren't doing we weren't calling customers directly. We weren't doing a lot of uh, uh, paid media out- outreach uh, on the phase one piece. And with that, you know, we were just talking to our current customers. NBKC's Ashcraft sees his customers using the new functionality. Usage metrics for the Autobooks partnership are pointing in the right direction. Well, now we're about three months later. Uh, we have over 100 customers on the platform. Uh, we have some customers that have... Have, are using us to an extent where they're billing 300, 400 subscribers monthly um, through autobooks and collecting uh, low dollar uh, payments, whether the customers are paying them e-check or through merchant processing, et cetera. Um, you know, we, we see that the average business that signed up 
is engaged in the platform within about 17 days for their, that means they've, they've signed up, logged in some information, sent an invoice and have gotten it back, um, which is half of what the industry norm is on, a, on, on collecting payment. Um, so if you take someone from taking 30 days to, to get payment from a customer down to half that, uh, that sounds like a pretty good win to me for small business. But beyond that, we started seeing, um, and frankly, uh, this is one of the few launches that I've ever done um, where we got unsolicited positive feedback from customers going, hey, this is awesome, uh, you know, auto books for the win type deal, um, t- tweeting out and Facebook and Instagram and other places as well. And reality is most of the time when we hear hear back from a customer at, on a product launch, it's usually because there's something, some sort of challenge or issue that occurred and we have, have to resolve it. Um, and, and it's not about how positive the experience is or, or is for them. Because getting the right partners is so important, the selection process requires a lot of resources. It's important to find partners a bank can scale with and introduce new products and functionality with in the future. NBKC plans to do more work with AutoBooks. We wrote out a, an update uh, last week um, where we are introducing a, a feature inside uh, Q2 that allows customers to immediately jump in to send an invoice to collect payment. Um, it's basically a shortened workflow of the full AutoBook suite where it's just focused on the payment components of it, not on all the account reconciliation, reporting, and other tools that, that AutoBooks offers. Um, and you know we we launched it uh, on Thursday, and I, I have to look at some numbers, but but have gotten some positive feedback from customers engaging there. Um, the cool thing with it is they don't have to have a monthly fee to use it; they're using it just for that 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 function. And there's interchange fees that apply, um, but otherwise, it really helps a customer get onboard new things faster. Um, beyond that, uh, we're getting ready to do a phase two. A marketing campaign that will be focused externally of the, of the bank, um, looking at to bring in new customers and, and engage, engage customers directly uh, that are trying to solve for payment needs, account reconciliation, reporting needs, et cetera. NBKC continues to work on its customer engagement. Whether that's improving existing functionality or introducing new stuff, the bank is focused on helping its clients. Yeah, um, for NBKC, our future is really focused on um, really trying to address customer experience challenges, uh, making things easier to use, whether it's on our business or our small or our consumer side. Um, we're you know doing some, trying to do some things that just sound like basic things that some banks already have and others don't. Um, and with that, it's also meaning partnering with other. Uh, it, solutions like auto books that we can roll out to our customers in the same same fashion, quick turnaround, giving them access to the tools that they need, and frankly, uh, getting out of the way when they don't need, need us. Um, that's kind of been our, our long-going uh, understanding of how banking should work. Everyone needs a bank, whether you're a consumer or, or a business or what have you, you need a bank to be able to, to move money just around. And our objective is to be able to make it super easy and simple for you to do so and get out of the way when you don't need us. Right. Um, you shouldn't have to call, you shouldn't have to call your bank regularly to, to, to get some basic stuff taken care of. And our, our, my job is to help 
to provide tools to make it make sure that's as easy as possible for you. This is part three in a four-part podcast series, Tearsheet Studios conducted with software provider Autobooks. On the evolution of business banking and how banks can better service SMBs through a changing mindset, partnerships, and integrations. To get the other episodes in this podcast series, go to Tearsheet.co.